0: My name, of course, is Scotty Reed, and I'm behind this mic from behind the enemy lines that I call USAE. Tonight's uh, topic of discussion is I will have two activists uh, joining me in tonight's uh, topic about confronting this music that's on these radio stations. You know, uh, I may have shared this on a past broadcast, but I have been part of. I was part of many protests, organizing protests in Gaston County over the summer concerning the Confederate statue. And so I also got invited because of that to stop the violence. The music that is sponsored by your local corporations and what have you. And I was quite shocked that a business owner who was also asked to speak came behind me. And tried to crap on everything I said about these corporations, these radio stations bearing responsibility for the violence that we see in our communities. I'm not saying they're the so called, but one who has studied psychology studied, uh, concerning me and behavior of people, um, it, it should be no surprise. I mean, it, it shouldn't be a big deal. Um, but I kind of feel like you know some business owners don't want to speak out because they're afraid it's gonna hurt their business. I I really don't understand that, and their solution seems to be we need to beat our children more to stop them. We need to use violence on our children to stop our children from committing acts of violence in the street. And who knows, there may be some relation there as well. Um, but joining me tonight is one of our regulars. Kwabana Rasuli with Clear the Airways Project. Y'all know him on Black Talk Radio News as he has been coming on for a number of years representing Clear the Airways Project. Um, we'll also be joined for the first time by Layla Wheels, who is a sister I just became aware of in 2020, and I'm a big fan of the work that she does in the media, uh, putting out a news journal in Chicago. Um a monthly news, and y'all know how the Black Talk Media Project feels about black people in media and how we need to be our own voices instead of people having to go through filters, which is the mainstream media. So let me first make sure I got you on. Kwabna, can you hear me? I seem to be having an issue with now We're going to go to Layla. Layla, are you there?
1: I'm here. How are you?
0: I'm doing as best I can uh with all this craziness going on in this country um primarily the pandemic I'm living in one of them counties the red counties that's red not because they support Republicans as a majority but um because we got so many covid cases right now and I understand Chicago's been hit hard as well but uh thank you for joining us tonight I'm. A, I don't understand what's going on uh, with Kwabena. I'm gonna go ahead he, and up on him and have have him call yeah. back.
1: Oh, okay. Because I'm calling um, from the computer, but Kwabena is on. I'm not sure how he's calling in
0: either. Yeah, he. I think he was calling in from a phone. Um, oh, okay. But he'll call back in. We'll just wait for him to call back in. Uh So, okay. Layla, nice to meet you. Nice to speak you to you for the first time. Yes, yeah, nice
1: Can to meet you, you too, and, and um, you know, I admire and respect the work that you're doing,
0: too. Somebody's got to do it, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, somebody's got to do it we're not seeing, um, you know, just just a whole lot of, you know, Layla, one thing I can't understand is why aren't the churches more involved in this issue? I'm not seeing none of the churches are, but I've been talking to Quabna for a number of years we just don't see a lot of the clergy getting involved in, in what I would call not only a physical battle, but a spiritual battle as well.
1: Yeah, have any on would, that? Yeah, Kwabanov would be able to um, speak on the history he's had with trying to get this message to the pastors, um, not only in Chicago, but in other places, because I just came on board um this past year in twenty twenty, and like you were saying earlier um you guys have been at this for quite a long time, so i don't know um in, in the newspaper that was the this this past year was the first time uh that we addressed it in the in the newspaper that I published um the metropolis because I hadn't been doing a printed edition. I had been doing it online like we hadn't done print in quite a while. So I know a lot of those pastors read the Metropolis, and I've talked to quite a few of them afterwards. And so uh, I know the ones that I know are now aware of the whole thing. Now, as far as, as why they haven't addressed the content of the music i would uh, all of us um who had turned away from from listening to the radio for a, a long time a lot of us weren't aware of the of the content of the uh, the lyrical content that is on the radio because a lot of us turned to pandora or other other mm-hmm. um you know listening platforms a, a lot of us turned away from that once we started addressing it, and i'm only speaking from my history with claire the Airwaves, once we started addressing it <clears throat> excuse me parents and pastors and all of us started to become aware when we started actually writing those lyrics down putting them in writing where you could actually See what they're saying, because you may not, your ears may not catch it while you're listening to the music, and then people became aware and started listening to the radio and becoming more outraged <clears throat> when they realized that only that this content is only um, fed to our audience, our demographic, and it could be the same owner like iHeart who owns uh, several stations that cater to different demographics, they won't push mm-hmm. that music to any demographic except for ours. And that's where it's not ju- where I try to make people see it's not, and which you don't have to do much um, convincing because they, they do know this once you break it down and they see this kind of lyrical content um, that there is the, the same way. There's a, um, school-to-prison pipeline, the same way our communities were flooded with crack cocaine, the same way mass incarceration affects us, the same way we're at the bottom of, uh, you know, the highest of all health conditions and things like that. This is just one more um, link in that same chain. Uh, and and I just hope more people become aware of it. And, that, and, and really, and I'm sorry, I'm just going on and on. But the um, advertisers... And people like that, like, it. we really have a hard right. battle because Black people do consume this music, and these will be the number one songs They'll be on the BET Awards. They'll be on the Soul Train Award. So, and then and then Barack Obama just released his his um, iPad listening list, and then he'll have the same artists and this the same content on there. So it really makes what we're doing um, much harder when when it seems that this music is endorsed on such a high
0: level and such a broad right. level. Right. Right. do we have you
2: there, sir? Yeah, you got me. I hope. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Yes, we,
0: we hear you. You're you're on with us. Good to speak with you again. So um my question, well first let me say this for to the audience is and our activists joining us on the panel today to speak for themselves, well The way I understand it is this movement is not seeking to censor music. It's not seeking to censor music, it's seeking to place music proper format or in a proper forum. And according to the FCC guidelines, certain music should not be played between the hours of 7 a.m. and 10 o'clock p.m. Kwabna, do I have that time period right? Six six, or 10. 6, 6 to 10? 10. 6
2: to 10? To 10 o'clock at night, no profane or indecent content. And uh, obscene content is narrow, never allowed. And those, because our children, those are the hours that our children are most likely to be listening.
0: Right, right. So it's not that, you know, look, I'm no prude or nothing like that. You know, although I do not listen to gangster rap. That's what I call it. I don't know what else they call it today, trap rap or anything. I don't listen to music where it's talking about killing people. Where it's talking about raping people, talking about dealing drugs, just you know, I, I it, it does not, it just does not fall into my playlist that I like to listen to. And it's you know, as Layla was mentioning, mentioning President Obama releasing his playlist. This isn't the first time that he's done that. He's done that in the past, Quabna, If you remember, um, you brought it to my attention, and then you have you go down the list, and then you see some
2: very very. Um, Self-destructive music, I would say. Yeah, I mean, like, like last year's Lucy had a song called "The London," which has lyrics, and you know, Lula, has, you have to close your ears, Lula, before I say these, say these lyrics. I know,
1: Quabbin is always trying to make me listen to these lyrics. Go ahead, Quabbin, I'm closing my ears.
2: <laughs> okay, good. And every all other sisters out there, I got your broad in my garage eating semen, and if you say something about it, I'm gonna have you laying on the cement. You know, you the president. Uh, it was a song from the baby last year he's got he liking the baby again this year, but last year it was a song where i I'll put twenty K in your head and have your partners come kill you i'll 'm gonna burn me in at the store where your mammy and grandmama shop at not your mama, not your mama, but your mammy and grandmama shop at i'm gonna burn me an in and this is the president's top 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 of all songs of uh, two thousand and nineteen.
0: Is just unbelievable You would think Well, I, I guess that's what I get get for thinking But you would think that <laughs> President Obama Would be more conscious than that Especially given the situation On the ground in Chicago That has been really bad for a number of years You would think he would be a little bit more Sensitive to promoting That type of violence But I guess not I, I don't know, maybe he wants to be I, I guarantee cool he hasn't even
1: people. listened to those songs I guarantee you, his youngest daughter came up with that list, and he just put it out. I, I, um, that's just me. But um, I wanted to to um, if you don't mind, I wanted to go back to what you were saying about the FCC, and um, people Definitely. people will know this um from watching television on how all television has something when you first start watching it. TVMA, um, which means mature audiences, T- TV-14, and that kind of thing. And some of this music, um, right. our music should be on a rating system at this point, in my opinion. So, no, I, I'm we're not trying to censor people, but they're, they're, the FCC needs to be more responsible and understand that this music now is so beyond the pale, that it needs to have a rating system also. And um, the demographic that these stations um, uh, go after is age 12 and up. And, and we all know, without even naming any artists at all, that some of that music is not for uh, that, the, to be consumed by 12-year-olds. And the FCC right. needs to get more responsible with these airwaves that all of us own and pay for.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, but I, and maybe they I, have
1: television rating systems.
0: Uh, speaking to that, you just reminded me, uh, we have rating systems and podcasts. This, this right here is rated. iTunes and other platforms make you pick uh, classifications. So because mm-hmm. sometimes people, you know, use cuss words on my podcast and what have you, um, not a whole lot. But I still rate it mature. So, mm-hmm. You mean to tell me there is no system like that for regular music? Well,
1: their answer was um, wow. that that kind of content would be played late at night, you know, from the hours of like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., I believe. But that's not even being adhered to by the um, radio station. Right. So we we have. In our appeal to the FCC um, for them to step in the same way they have already shown precedent in doing to television, the, the, because these broadcasters are so irresponsible and and just don't care what they put on their airwaves, no matter what time of day it is, we are asking that they step in with this uh, with a, some kind of rating system the same way they did. Or or just at, or like Kwabana always says, just enforce your own rules, you know, that this kind of content right. is not supposed to be played during certain hours.
0: Right, right. Kwabana, do they not have a rating system? I, I know like when you go in a music store, and it's been a long time since I bought music from a store, you know, like Layla was t- touched upon, No, you know, right now we consume music differently than what our parents might have or even even me i'm 54 years old and you know the internet uh hasn't been around all my life um but it seems like they do have some that they'll put on the sea or something like that I,
2: i'm not I, I have no idea because uh, all i hear is just <laughs> I, I have no idea they, they don't met, met with them uh, several times, they don't claim that they have it. You know, they took us down the last time we were at uh, iHeart uh, Clear Channel, the time before last, when me, Brother Kojo, and, and Bernard were there, we went. it took us to the uh, one of the DJs, the mix DJs on the computer. You know, they used to send edited versions of the songs, now they send the songs and, and let the DJs edit them themselves. And he was just taking, the, if it was like the uh, F word, he was just taking one of the C's out. So he could still hear it. Mm-hmm. And that's what on the radio today. It's like, bro, I mean, I'm kind of at a loss for words because today I was um, had a little road trip and I was, man, I was just loving this music I was listening to, man. Just some slow jams and just some great artists, great songs. And I said, okay, we got to rap with Scotty tonight, so let me monitor these stations for a minute. I don't say listen anymore. I say monitor because listen, uh, it just kind of takes mm-hmm. something from there. So uh, let me monitor. So I, I turned on uh, the the Ratchet station, uh, the I heart, the no heart station we call them, just before five o'clock. And it was Young Dolph, the baby and the city girls. Um, uh, I got to eight while I drive. I almost effed up my ride. This bee loved me because I act like a dog. She's bending over but I want some eight. I want some head first. I don't even want to know what the pee like. And then, then he shoots up his ops. Crazy, my op got shot and I didn't call it. And this, this is the first song that we heard. And then it went on after that, uh, Megan's body, yada, yada, yadda, yada, yadda, yadda. Uh, he, I um, oh mean, it's hard to even say this, but our children are listening listen to this. I know, Scott, you just said, I don't listen. Um, uh, I know, not doesn't listen. I don't listen. I, I'm to monitoring it now and trying not to monitor it so much. Uh, she says, ate it with the panties on. And I, straight up, ate it with the panties on. No edit on that. There's no curse word there. And this is this is like five o'clock. This was on at five o'clock. I'm about to file a complaint with the FCC on this one right here. Aided with the panties on. 4.59. So, uh, and then they, you know, the next song was Chris Brown. Uh, you know an N like me, and they say the N word. They drop an N bomb. You can easily hear it. Pop Smoke, who's nominated for a Grammy this year, who died pos- posthumously because he died was killed in a home invasion in Bel-Air or Brentwood, wherever he was at the beginning of last year, around this time last year, he was killed. Mm-hmm. And this song, I keep the 30 uh, for a weapon. I, you know, he's sending you to heaven on the first line of the song. And this is what GCI is playing. Then they play the song by Drake, and I turn, because I just can't deal with Arby Graham, because every time I turn the radio on, he's on there telling, talk, bragging about taking half of Xanax while giving the sister uh, a whole Xanax. And they, he's on all the mm-hmm. time. And I'll, I'll tell you later what I heard on the other station. But this is today. And this is this is just me listening for about 15, 20 minutes. And understand that, like you wow. said, you don't listen. Layla doesn't listen, I don't, but our children are listening to this stuff 24-7, 365. They, this stuff is being targeted to them. It's being forced fed to them. Not just in Chicago. Not just in Detroit. Not just in St. Louis. Not just in Philly, Atlanta. All around the country. Right. Right. And, and, and you know, I just wanted to is, say about
1: Oh, sorry.
0: Well, I was just going to say real quick. The sad thing is, and it's true, black people in just about every area of people' activity, but especially when it comes to stuff like music and fashion, we become trendsetters. And so, it mm-hmm. not only is it just here in the United States, but it's a, it's all across the globe, even in Africa. You know, this garbage is now being produced. Go ahead, Layla. Yeah, and I was
1: um, going to say that, that it, when it comes to what you just said, you know, they created this appetite for that kind of music because that wasn't a natural appetite that we as a um, people had for music. So I, I'll just leave that there. But the labels and A&R, all that kind of stuff, groom these artists and come in and they, you know, you have a little boy from the suburbs and he got to go, if he wants a deal, he needs to go in there as a gangster rapper. You know what I'm saying? But um, mm-hmm. what I wanted out when you asked if there was some kind of rating system, uh, those that musical content, if you went to buy music, still has those warning labels or whatever you want to call it. But the FCC's version is what they describe as obscene, indecent, and profane language, and those are the things mm-hmm. that we're talking about. And and profane is grossly efficient, uh, grossly offensive language, and indecent portrays sexual organs or or activities in a way that's offensive. And obscene is you know is is you know is like over the top. So these days, so that's what our complaints have been about that they do play indecent, profane, and obscene um, content during regular mm-hmm. business hours. And 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 the FCC is just asleep at the wheel. Now our last. Right. Uh, communications with them we're still waiting on an answer for them and and Quabina, I am they they had to have seen what we said there's no explanation for what those lyrics Kwabana just said and and even worse that are being played on the um, radio in, right. in during normal regular daytime hours
0: um before we get into the complaints because you know I've been a big fan of Kwabana he- that, he knows, you know, that I look to him on these issues, his le- leadership. Um, but before we get into this action against the radio station uh, through the FCC, let me just, I found this as the rating system. I always knew they had this label, but this is the rating system they have. This comes from an NPR article. It says, music rated by the artists who make it in their labels. I'm like, well, You're going to leave it up to them, right? So the Record Industry Association of America, that's RIAA, calls it the Parental Advisory Label Program. That's P-A-L or PAL for short. From the RIAA website, individual record companies and artists decide which of their releases should receive a PAL notice indicating that the release contains explicit Content, and so I mean, if you if you're if you know as a DJ or as a programmer at the station station programmer, if you know that these CDs or whatever music says parental advisory label program, then you should know that it's going to it says, but there's no specific definition of explicit. The main criteria seems to be. Strong language or depict um, what is that? Depictions of violence, sex, or substance abuse. I mean, that's the entire freaking industry. And we
1: didn't even touch on substance abuse right now.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for that, you know, just when I mentioned that that, that song, but yeah, that they play all the time. But yeah, it's, uh, look, and, and please, let me, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run through this real quick, Scott. I hope I can. And so, like I said, I, I turned away from Drake. Uh, on uh, on Aubrey and went on to the other stations. Both of these stations, mind you, are European-owned stations that target Africans in the city, I think, with the second, maybe third largest concentration of black people in the United States. And these are the only two stations that target our youth. And so this is what I heard on this other station in the mix. Uh, one song, listen, Grab My Lot. Next song, Motor Game, Shut Up. Uh, next song. In Miami, with my heat. Next song, we went three deep he got ten people. So three of them in the car, and they shoot ten. They shot ten people. Uh, Drago make him make him. Drago make him beatbox. Uh, he tried to run. I dumped it where his spine at. So he shot him in the back. Let me over here struggling with these police who are shooting us in the back. And this is what they're on the radio for our children. One and two at B. went in high school. Uh, and this man, look. Then they they went to the sex right in his mix. I like it when you do me from the back. Repeat, she repeated that about at least 20 times. That's all she said in the song. I like him you like do me from the back. Uh, the next song, and that chopper spit. Next song, I got different killers with me every day. Get you shoot up in the face. They didn't say shot in the face. Get you shoot up in the face. This was repeated three, song, three, three times in the song that they played. That's so in the chorus. I got different killers with me every day. You do something and get you shoot up in the face. Next song, Carla Milwaukee. He going to grab his Glock and shoot the kill. And that was it. So, I mean, before I turn it off. And this was like within a 15 minute period. Yeah. Um, in Chicago, Chicago ahead just ahead. this past year, This past year, uh, New York had, uh, I think, a 30 or 40% increase in, in, in murders. Uh, LA had like a, either one of them got them mixed up. One was 30 and one was 40. But Chicago had doubled the murders of both New York and LA. Yep. And this is what you put on Chicago radio.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Let me give out the um, the listener's number if y'all want to call in and make a comment. The chat room is also open. You can make a comment in there. Um, I will go to a comment that was made in the chat room that's relevant to tonight's program. But the call-in number is 626-213-5779. That's 626-213-5779. You hit one. To signal me that you want to be heard, Purple Peel, thanks for joining us on the broadcast. Uh, Purple Peel said, "Gangster rap of the late '80s and '90s wasn't much better. What's new?" Uh, he says, oh no so-called music has been weaponized." The only thing I would disagree with you on that, Purple Peel, is that a certain type of music has been weaponized because I don't hear, you know, not that I listen anymore at a cracker barrel country songs all the time and i never heard in a country song where they was talking about shooting some dude and and then going fishing with his dog or something you know so it's a certain type of music and that music is the rap music that's aimed towards african descendant people um do y'all agree with that we well,
1: use- also, um, I just wanted to say that, um, yeah, w- we did have music like that when, when it was our time coming up. and But guess what? It wasn't on the radio. And that's the issue is that you could get in the car and your, your 12-year-old or 13-year-old or whatever can just turn on uh, the the radio and that's coming across the airwaves. We had to get our paved Or whatever it was, or stay up late for for that late night mix, um, at midnight
2: Mm. on the radio.
1: It was not just played across the airwaves. It was not at
2: all. And and people are free. I just want
1: to say this for the record: people can listen to anything they want to. Adults could listen to anything. I listen to whatever I want to. But we're talking about public airwaves the same way you would not sit there be comfortable if you were sitting there with your twelve year old watching something that's that's supposed to be for kids and some explicit sex scene like what they're describing in these songs just came across your screen. So so we could I mean, we can make arguments that was going on uh since the beginning of time, but it wasn't just a- available for children to consume it.
0: Yeah, I think Quabla you you used the term porn in the past. Uh, I think that's an appropriate term to describe uh, some, some of this music. And again, I'm not, I'm not a hater. It's just that, you know, I have grandchildren now. Um, and we're people say, especially in the African community, that it takes a village to raise a child, meaning that you know, back in the day, not only would your mother get you, but if your neighbor up the street saw you doing something wrong, they going to call and tell your mother if, you know, they weren't in a position, trusted position to get you themselves. And we just don't, it's like we just don't care no more about the environment that we're raising children in is the way that I see it. We just don't care. I'm not a hater. You know, have Whoa. I ever yeah. listened to to, to to um, let's say adult-oriented rap music? Yes, I did when I was younger, but that was when I was younger. Now I understand the impact that it has. I mean, it's even a spiritual thing. You know, the Bible talks about guarding your eye gate and your ear gate. Well, what, what is that? Meaning you know, watch what you're looking at, what you're consuming, it, it, because it can get in your spirit, and, and, and then it manifests itself through your behaviors, and I absolutely think that has something to do with it, and that's why I asked the question before you came on, Kwabna, of Layla, you know, where where is the clergy? Where is the clergy on this? So, oh, you asking me? Yeah,
2: yeah I'm yeah. asking you. Uh, we struggle, man, so years to try to get this interfaith clergy council here in, in, in the Gary Northwest Indiana area for three years to get a meeting with them. Three years. Another uh, South Chicago uh, church leader we got with had a couple meetings with him. Never will bring us before the group. The church leader here we finally got a meeting. Finally. There were about 21 pastors there. We laid out, we laid out songs that dealt with our song, one song called Amen. We just talked about the blasphemy songs with titles. There was a song called Amen from Luke Mills. A song called Preach from Young Dolph. I just mentioned him earlier. A song called uh, Sanctify from Kanye West, Rick Ross, and uh, Big Sean, I think, was on that one. Uh, there was a song called God from Young Jeezy. Chopper, make an end, hop a 10-foot wall in God. And then Big Sean did a song called Bless. The P was good, so he's blessed. And we let out all the lyrics from these songs. We, we asked and we almost pleaded with them. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a GDI of you know, individuals. We all got church congregations. Y'all can make a difference. Here. We need you to do this. This is what they're giving to our children. You know, they asked me one question, Scotty, one question. And that question was, What church do you go to? The question was, What church y'all went to? What church do you go to? That's the only question they asked. Wow. Only question they asked. This stuff, man, It's like, this stuff is so pervasive. Again, I, and I understand because I listen, I mean, I monitor. And, you know, and this whole thing about, you know, man, I want it off, bro. I know y'all, you know, because they're targeting our children with it. And, you, you know, you, you censor stuff that your individual child, you should, you know, monitor what they're doing and, and have them say-so. But, again, they're, they're breaking rules. They're breaking laws and, and, uh, and ordinances and regulations. They're breaking it 24-7, 365 not on, on Sunday morning they're breaking it. And even this whole thing of balance, one of our comrades who work with us, uh, he has four daughters. And so there was a song by uh Big Sean, Kanye, and Jay Z my click. This song was funky. My click. He says, uh Big Sean says, She wants to give me the Tang. I'm gonna let my crew bang. My crew is as big as the Wu Tang. If you know the Wu Tang mm-hmm. clan, for the people No, not that many, but it's a large group of brothers who stand nine and rapping. So I asked him, How do you balance that? How do you balance somebody doing that mm-hmm. uh Daughter. How do you balance that? And you balance that with you gunfire. You balance that with harm. And so, ladies for balance, that that's taken that off the air. You know, we, we, Scotty, you had an interview with me a couple of years ago, man. We did it with uh, uh, this, we don't even, this brother don't even how to make music anymore. I don't know what happened, how he fell off, but poor homie Kwan. He had a song called mm-hmm. uh, Get uh, that girl some X. She don't want a sex. Every end in the set. This was played at the opening day of the Atlanta Hawks basketball game in the Omni. He came out there and did that. This song was on hot rotation from April to like November, and he said that three yeah. times. Give that girl some X, and she gonna want to sex every end in the set. And every time they play yeah, how do you balance that? And I have, I'll... Oh, I'll wrap up here. I asked this. Uh, I was working in basketball, and I asked a junior high student about that song. And he said, Yeah, oh yeah, I know that song. I said, what would you do if your mama went out just to party, just to have the time, like people like to she'll go out and party, have some time, fun when they want to pre-COVID, of course. What would you do if you found out some somebody put a Mickey in her drink and they ran a train on her? What would you do? This dude's in junior high school. He said, oh, it's killing time. It's killing time. Hmm. So all these, so man, dude. Oh, man, it's
0: a, it's a terrible problem, man, and I'm, I'm glad that there are people like yourself and Lilo who is trying to inform and educate the masses um, about it. But listen, I got to take a state identification break. Um, we're speaking with Layla Wills. Uh, please check her out. Layla, can you tell people where to check out uh, your online news uh, um, journal? Uh, yeah, they can go to
1: metropolisnewspaper.com, metropolis as in um, big city, metropolisnewspaper.com.
0: Yeah, if y'all listening to this later on the podcast, I have linked to our, our news journal uh, in the description, so please check it out. Um, y'all, we're we're losing a lot of black media, and we have to support black media that's positive and, you know, trying to bring about positive change. We have to support these people, because if we don't, then, you know, they're not going to be, be like, well, what happened? Well, what happened is we support them. That's what happened. You're listening they to Black know. Talk Radio News on the Black Talk Radio Network, and we we'll back on the other stuff.
3: The Black Talk Media Project would like to invite you to become a member of the BTR Community subscription-based social media platform. BTR Community is a platform that was set up for the listening audience of Black Talk Radio Network, the number one independent black radio network online. For just $24 per year, your subscription gives you access to to an interactive space to share information with like-minded people with your privacy guaranteed. Your subscription will go a long way to help us maintain and improve our current media platform. It will also help provide a budget so that we can begin the task of establishing localized media centers and radio centers across the United States. The best way to show your support and appreciation for what we do here at Black Talk Radio is subscribe. Help us to help you be informed on TR dot com today.
2: And welcome back. Like we got
0: read on this site. We have with us Miss Layla Will Squabner before um of this latest action. And y'all thought taken this action before because I don't recall y'all ever going this far with where you file a complaint and uh and you uh can you hear
2: me?
1: Yeah I'm gonna have to hang up and call in from my phone because I just can't hear that well. I can hear you quabinet.
2: Okay, yeah so um this is what happened so last year you know, still struggling with this. Me, brother, Bernard, sister Terry, we did this petition. So we quit the Airways Project, did this petition. And, uh, you know, periodically we put stuff out there. So we put, we put a flyer out there from like 10 years ago, July 2010, uh, when we held a demonstration in front of Power ninety two point three. And uh, the sister saw that flyer and, uh, and shared it. And we had to get, get at it and say, nah, this was from 10 years ago. I
1: was, I was like, I'm so glad these brothers are doing this. Look at this. Everybody, look
2: at what they're doing, and it was from 2010. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, "Oh, hey, but still, I, uh, I, I said I'm glad you shared it, but she said, "still, we want to work with you." So she jumped right in. You know, we tweaked that petition, got it out there, and so the petition, I believe, is still on Change.org. So please go check out Clear the Airways Project petition on Change.org. Just don't give no money. Yeah,
1: and uh, the link is also oh, okay, on the Metabolist right. newspaper dot com's website and yeah we're not asking for donations change dot org will ask you for the do- donation but it goes to them
0: we okay guys I had gotten knocked off the board but oh. I'm back on yeah okay. I wasn't even there so uh, I'm glad y'all continued on without me you know, we had these problems sometimes with technology. Yeah. So as I was saying before I got cut off, I don't know how much y'all heard, but I was asking about this particular action that that you all have taken to bring these radio stations to account during their relicensing period. So so whichever one of you would like to start, can y'all tell us how that process went and can we duplicate it in other areas of the country?
2: I, I shared briefly that we, we had a petition. Layla came in and joined us, and uh, and then we took that petition, got it out there, and then we filed that complaint uh, with the FCC. We had been filing these many complaints, the ones that take like four or five minutes to do every time we hear some crap uh, that they play, some obscene uh, violent porn that they play. We filed complaints. And so we filed a, a more, I guess I would say a more formal complaint with the FCC, uh, challenging the licenses of the two Chicago stations, but also noting. Other stations, similarly of uh, similar elk around the country, that play the same sort of poison. And uh, Leila, you, can t- you want to take it from there.
1: Yeah, because what I think helped us to get some um, recognition from the FCC, I started blowing them up on Twitter, like all the all the commissioners, and um and yeah, not not the radio stations, but the FCC commissioners, and that just went on and on and on, like every day a few times a day and um and then um one of their attorneys contacted me and said could you please send us the complaint cuz we haven't seen it yet so it's like you'll you'll file a complaint with them but we don't know what what their process is uh, it just it seems like it just goes into a pile and if they get enough complaints um in a pile of, against the same then maybe they'll look at it, and so I would tell every. So anyway, let me just get to the point. And yes, um, the short answer to can you duplicate it, Kwabana uh, and I. Um, we already talked about how um, you know we want to help everybody to duplicate it, where you don't have to go through as many changes as, as we have. And we'll, we'll we're going to put our complaint online. And Scotty, if you could just let us, if we could let you know, and then you could let your audience know or something like that, because it's not ready just yet but um, so the, the attorney contacted us and asked for, to see the complaint and that's how we ended up getting in the door and having a discourse and an actual case so we have an actual the clear the airways project has an actual case on the table at the FCC against uh, these two WGCI and Power 92 in Chicago and we are um, waiting to hear back from them
2: We've been waiting since the, I guess the end of October.
1: I think Scotty's gone again.
2: Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. it's was me. And you. No, being,
1: I'm, I'm,
3: I'm
2: still. Oh, okay. I thought you were
1: gone.
2: Okay, we've been we've been waiting since the end of October, Scotty, and and that's pretty sad because we don't, with the new administration, we don't know if they're going to change commissioners or or what's going to happen there. So, one thing and I think I, I think I shared this with you, Layla. Um the uh, the new congressman. Well, the previous congressman here in in, in uh, Northwest Indiana was Pete Viskovsky, and he helped us out uh, a while. Me, and Terry, uh, Terry Burlock, went, went with him a couple times, and he helped us get some information with the FCC, and he was supportive. But his replacement is a guy named Frank Mervan, and uh, Mervan, I, I talked to him just the other day. Since the issue happened last Wednesday, he was on the radio out here, and we called in and we followed up because uh, later we gave him gave him a couple copies of the Metropolis uh, newspaper. Mm-hmm. He got those last time he was on the air, the special editions dealing with this issue, and so he said he was gonna follow up on that. Cause I said, dude, your district is a district where 92.3 dwells. That's your jurisdiction. And the FCC, as a complaint against them, you guys, uh, the FCC has to answer to the Congress. And all this murder and violence going on in, in your area, you have to address this. And he said he would. He said he would he, he said he will definitely follow up with it.
1: Okay, and see, Scotty, that's yeah. what I was gonna say is that the FCC has congressional oversight. So the next thing that's gonna right. happen, I mean, we're not done, and we we advised people that it was gonna be a long haul. It wasn't gonna be an overnight thing. You're challenging major institutions, multi-billion-dollar right. companies, but these elected mm-hmm. officials, but they are also lobbyists. Too. So, you know, th- it is a big um, monster that we're going up against, but not that we're intimidated in any kind of way because we know what their responsibilities are. So um, with this new administration, we'll see which congressional members are on the new um, committee that oversees the FCC and, you know, go after them, the advertisers. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're still at it, but the FCC is overdue for an, a response to us
2: like, Let me add, if I can add real quick, Scotty. And like she said, we know this is a long process because it's been a long process. And the, one of the mm-hmm. main reasons it's a long process also is because it's on black people, because it's on African people. No mm-hmm. race would they do this to. And no other race mm-hmm. would accept it. Accepting it. Right. You know, um,
0: the. NBC lost his, um, I, I don't know what his official title is, but he's the head of that department. Uh, I think he it, pronounce his name a jet guy, but he just stepped down about a week or so ago, and I believe that those people have to be confirmed, and so whoever Joe Biden um, has nominated and i don't think he's even suggested you know a nominee to uh, replace mr pi or at the fCC but it seems to me that that would be also a good time to raise these issues if we could write you know um the relevant that the it would have to be confirmed in the senate so if we could get at some of the senators to ask these sort of questions of, of of the nominee about where does he stand on the regulation of the airwaves as it pertains to you know this obscene music that's going out that up until now you know has been unchecked. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: And, and also they and they have they the like was said our complaint is there. I mean they we went back and forth with uh, attorneys from uh, Don Tron Crawford. And also from iHeart. So there, you know, we're just waiting on an answer. So it is there. They have they have all the evidence they need to examine. Them. We can give them more.
0: I mean, all they got to do is just turn on the dang on Radio, We, we, we gave a them them yeah.
1: playlist. We Guavina had recordings and everything. So um, we are mm-hmm. we are confident on our on what we presented now um, we also are realistic that people from the fcc when their turn is over they may go work at those radio stations and vice versa the same way um, congress people could then turn into lobbyists or something to that or go work for the corporations they used to regulate you know what i'm saying so we we understand how how this capitalistic world works but at the same time there are rules regulations that the fcc is not enforcing and we are asking them that's what they're there for um to do their job mm-hmm. and like like he just Quabena said if there, it was they the fcc has answered complaints from one white grandmother and then we have all these complaints because it's about black people is what it seems like that they're just um dra- dragging their feet
2: and in the meantime all um, rates, shootings, and killings are up 30-something percent in all these big cities. And you just heard, we shared with, during the 15-hour period, drive time. Five o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. it's on radio in Chicago. And this is done in Memphis. This is done in Birmingham. This is done all over the country. All over the country. And, you know, uh, and, and and please, people, understand, we don't, ha- we don't have all our eggs in this one basket of the FCC. You know, we, Bob Law from the right. National Leadership Alliance has been instrumental in in working with us too, you know that radio veteran who's been in this fight for quite a while, and he, he said he, he let us know, look, we need the people, we need
0: right.
2: people to put a stop to this. You know, and the people have been helping, but we need we need the people, y'all. This they're doing this to our children, to our children and youth. Yeah. I why, you know, yeah. five six years later, after Dave's Loaf was telling that she's gonna get your entire family that she's a Nazi and that she hates ins. Five years later, uh, these 13, 12 year olds are now 17, 18. You know,
0: these 15 year olds are now 20. You know? You know, I was thinking along those lines um, of what uh, Mr. Law, you know, said, but we do need a movement, man. Just like you got, and I don't understand why this isn't something that's also being picked up by Black Lives Matter. I mean, Black Black Lives Matter (laughs) (laughs) being, you know, we need to make sure that they matter in music as well, and we're not putting out all these images and and music that devalues Black lives.
1: That's why we were using Black Minds Matter. And the other Mm -hmm. thing is that I, you know, Kwabana and I you know, um we just met Scotty, so I'm not saying you know I just don't know your your history like that, but you know we have history in the with our um elders in the Black Panther Party, so we come from movement, we come from activism, and we come from uh taking a stand in politics and knowing you know what people are what the responsibility is of government to the people and um our other our other people have to stop being spectators. And they have to take part. So what has happened to me is that they like, oh, okay. So Clear Airways is doing this, um, you know, keep us posted thing. And so they're just going to wait for uh, Kouapuna and I and and everybody else to, you know, keep carrying the baton. You know, whether you get tired, have other things to do or not, you know, you don't have anybody to fall back on. So, you know, I I just want us all to get a little bit more involved in, in different things going on. Not just when we're angry and emotionally driven um, by the images of police violence. Like, you know, there's other violence taking place against our people every day
2: in a more subtle way. Right. Sister, right. Uh, at, at a presentation we did, Sister said, Kwame, I don't think you're going to be able to stop this. And I was like, you're absolutely right. Kind of parap- paraphrasing Kwame Ture. I will not be able to stop this. I already know that already. If I, if I was able to stop this, it would have been stopped a long time ago. But right. we can stop it. It ain't about, you know, I went to this, uh, to an event, uh where, you know, where they, the police were on this sister who was naked and they were having a demonstration and they handcuffed the sister in Chicago. And I was out there, you know, sharing with some of the papers and talking to some of the people in support of the demonstration. Oh, yeah, you, you, uh, you know, you don't want to do the music. No, it can't be just me doing this music thing, y'all. It, yeah. it, you know, y'all I need y'all, to, y'all activists out here. We need y'all help. Yeah. We need your help.
0: Yeah. You know, and again, the reason I bring up Black Lives Matter, and I'm not talking about the organization, I'm talking about the street movement, because Black Lives Matter was just a slogan that was born in the streets of Ferguson, some people say, Um, but during this time period, we're seeing all these corporations stepping up. Uh, Matter of fact, I had just read an article today about Apple is going to uh, invest $100 million into HBCUs and and launching this technology program, and then they're going to build a developer school in Detroit. And so we have these examples of corporations, and, and I have no doubt that part of it is a marketing strategy, but they're trying to put forth this space that they're trying to be more Uh, Culturally sensitive, more sensitive to the issue of the oppression of black people. And I just don't understand how these corporations who may be advertising on these radio stations playing this garbage music don't see the connection or see that as, you know, a double standard or hypocrisy. Well, they also so probably
1: are like, well, you know, I wouldn't let my white kids listen to this, but they seem to love it. So, you know, we're sending – that's where I was saying how – um these the owners like iHeart, right? So iHeart, when you're talking about Apple, iHeart's contribution to the this whole political climate was that they're going to stop using the word urban, <laughs> urban stations. That's what they're going to do for us in this whole um, political climate. Is stop using the word urban.
2: You know what I'm saying? So you still um, play the violent pornographic music? Yeah, right?
1: they're still going to play the music, but they'll just stop calling it urban. Now, um, anyway, addressing your question. I think that sometimes we have to paint the picture and draw the um, conclusion, and so we're not done with the whole advertise. The advertisers, you know, I work in media as as you do. They they may not even listen to the station; they'll just see the advertising package. Oh, we reach, you know. You can look up their media kit and see all their inflated numbers and how many what's their audience is. Here's the demographic. Here's how you know that's all the advertising department cares about and then they'll be able to say um you know during black history month and they'll support some other kind of program but i mean i think we would be hard pressed to think like their ceo or whoever may actually um sit down and listen to the lyrics but then when they are addressed by a public like us um, more than just uh, Quabana and I, when they're addressed by the public, now they're they're like, whoa, whoa, no, we don't want our brand associated with murder and drug use, you know.
2: Mhm. And, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, we always tell the story about Russell Limbaugh disrespecting Sandra Flute, the young white college student. Uh, he did it for like two days, called her sluts and all sorts mm-hmm. of things. He lost 14 sponsors in two days. They were gone. He, I bet he stopped, but they, and they just stopped yeah. You can call black women All sorts of
0: names <laughs> All day long And suffer no repercussions in All day yeah. long you get, mm-hmm. you
2: get nominated for a Grammy <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly
2: Nominated for a Grammy but you, and, and to follow up on that You know we had that long campaign Against that against McDonald's Because they were like the largest One of the largest sponsors Of uh, black media in the country You heard that from our, our late brother The Diddy merge magazine Ah what's his name Good brother uh, George Curry, we talked about that before he passed. And so we hit McDonald's, and it took a while. They pushed back. Uh, we wrote letters to the CEO. They got him. One of the CEOs was on the board of Purdue University where I was working, and I, I saw him. I said I went in the meetings, and he said, "Yeah, I got the letter." I said, "Why do you do nothing?" So anyway, he, well, he was out of there until yeah. But he, he got the, He said he got the letter. But McDonald's was on like every commercial break, or at least every other one. Every uh, two out of three commercial breaks was a McDonald's commercial. We rarely hear McDonald's mm-hmm. commercials on these stations. You know, they didn't tell us anything, but I, I knew that made a difference. But it has to be, you know, more widespread, more publicized. And, it, you know, it's... I don't know, it's it good. would
1: be great if people were hitting them, you know, because these these are national brands and they are advertising all of our major cities. It would be great if they were getting pressure from other um, cities besides me and Kwabana. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Quaker Oatmeal, uh... Um what are those car places? You know, you know, those car r- not repairs, but all those, car- kinds, those kind uh, of places.
2: Yeah. Auto parts, yeah.
1: Yeah. That that's advertising and other other um stations around the country, that would be great.
0: Yeah, it would be great if we had more people and organizations on board. I mean, when I first heard Quabner talking about this issue, see I run a non profit here. Uh, Called Black Talk Media Project. Um, Number one, the reason I created it is because there wasn't a lot of talk radio, you know, that was really talking, giving our people a platform to air grievances, discuss the problems, and even come up with solutions among ourselves. You know, most of our stuff is being filtered through mainstream media. But as a media organization, I felt like I have to get behind this. I have to get behind this because I understand the impact this music has, not on everybody, but on far too many people. And it's just just not right. Now, you think about all the other black organizations, you know, that should be on board. And maybe, I don't know, maybe there should be a letter campaign and I'm volunteering um, you know to these organizations proposed to be out there you know representing the best interests for black people you know the NAACP this definitely but like like what Layla you said at the beginning and, and I've noted in the past hell you got the NAACP image award being given to some of the most <laughs> graphic
2: artists out <coughs> there yeah. Yeah. I mean
0: Oh, in wow so wow um in the in other thing maybe it might take a lawsuit you know maybe we need to reach out to some of our black lawyers out there and file a lawsuit against the FCC for failing to enforce his own rules you know i have to look more into that i'm not an attorney but seen, i i it just seems that legal action instead of suing each individual um radio station which is hundreds of them um why not just target the FCC for failure um to exercise its
2: mission so you yeah, know I'm
1: um, more into that um go ahead Klobner. go ahead no, and,
2: and that's something like Lou Myers before he passed away he was working with us on that and he, he passed away uh we've, we've talked to several attorneys we have one who it was pretty promising we thought recently and it's just it's tough man and even with the lawyers and it's ah oh, i don't know i I I should be honest i should be more optimistic typically i'm optimistic with the brother i guess i just i shouldn't monitor spaces right
1: now yeah. it is affecting everybody it's affecting globa i tell him to stop listening to that stuff
2: Man. Well, we, we you, know what, you yeah, know what i, I
1: do you uh, know what i I get their playlist and then i look up the lyrics that's what i do Go
0: ahead, Layla. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I was, yeah, I was, I was telling
0: you, yeah. I can't listen to it, bro. Um, I don't see how you do it, but yeah, somebody's got to do it, and Kwabna's making a sacrifice. in my opinion,
2: on black
0: people. Um, as we get ready to close it out, um, can I get any final comments uh, from you all? I'll start with Layla first. Any final comments? And, again, please tell people, how they can support you and the work that you do through your news journal the metropolis
1: oh, okay, well, thank you for having us on um, and and I am very honored to meet you for the first time here uh they can look us up well my newspaper is metropolisnewspaper.com but we we did some special editions and um they can just they can go on the metropolis website and look at some of the articles and things and the petition and the complaints um are on the website and then just keep keep your eyes open scotty will give you the information when the clear the airwaves um website is up with these letters and complaints and um, advertiser lists and some other things that we're working on so that everybody could replicate this in their city and help the effort. You know, when you get, when you get some time, you can just drop these letters. You can email them. You can blow them up on social media. The FCC commissioners will have their names on there, the congressional, you know, the, the oversight committee, and things like that, if you could just lend your support and it's not censoring and it's not controlling adults or controlling artists or or anything like that, we are specifically talking about radio airplay that that um goes after a black demographic age twelve and up That's the issue Everything else is your own personal choice as an adult and
2: uh. Okay. addresses that, you know, in their whole piece of uh, First Amendment rights, and they say they uphold First Amendment rights, but again, the reason why they have those uh, regulations and that ordinance, decency ordinance, is because of our children, as we was talking about. But again, yeah, she's right. Check out that Metropolis. with some great information uh, articles in that September and October edition, even some in the uh, December edition, which featured the uh, Chicago chapter of Black Panther Party. Uh, so definitely check that out. Also, check out our comrade uh, Bernard Kramer's book, Who Stole the Soul: The Weaponization of Hip-Hop. This is a, a brand-new book our brother put out. So uh, definitely check out his book and uh, study that. Um, and like I said, the, the uh, website will be up soon. We're, and also we're going to have put on there the resolution. There's a resolution that was passed in Wilmington, Delaware, by comrades from Rage Against the Ratchets. Uh, we worked with that and got one passed here in Gary, Indiana, a resolution condemning the Ratchet Killer radio stations in the Chicago area that we that we also follow complaints on. New York City has that resolution at their city council right now. They, right, We've got to get them to put it and uh, move forward with that, with that resolution to be out there, too. And, Scotty, I heard what you said about getting that letter together for these organizations, bro, and we'll, I'm going to be in touch with you concerning that. And uh, we need to get that letter together. A brother out of of Jackson, Mississippi, shared the same thing. He said we we, got to get with these. You got to get with these other organizations. We have to have that's a
1: great idea.
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: these royalties and and you know um, like remember like we got the Black Veterans Group here in Jackson County that I didn't even know existed until they filed a lawsuit. County information at Confederate. Um, but there's there so many Different groups out there that I feel Like you know if Presented with the information um, I don't see why they Wouldn't get on board you know It's for the improvement of the black family And and so yeah um, Layla as Quabana knows the door to black talk Radio news is always going to be Open to you I really you, Appreciate girl. you helping Quabana with this um, and anytime y'all want to come on, just let me know. Um, and any updates, and we'll definitely have you on. And I want to thank you okay, both again for joining Thank
1: tonight. you,
0: yes, ma'am. And um, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but the podcast will be up in a couple of hours. Peace, <laughs> all. And, 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 Scotty, and so. you're too, Scotty,
2: but we appreciate you too, man, and, and your uh, continued support. Uh, for this movement, and for the people. Continue to continue, uh, definitely yeah. appreciate that too, Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Peace, everybody. Peace. I love, peace.